Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Did my voice just crack when I started there, Ed? A little, but my voice has been known to crack. Yeah. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to 15 Minutes with Lincoln. I am one of your two hosts, Timothy Robert Dunn, a common man in Chicago. And I am one of the other co-hosts of the podcast, Abraham Lincoln, 16th President of the United States, returned to the land of the living through a twist of fate in which my soul became intertwined with this of Tim Dunn's. This is a political podcast, but it's uh, it's rarely about politics, and it's rarely 15 minutes. We've really come up with like a succinct little intro, haven't we? I think so. It gets yeah. people up to speed, and then they're good to go. Yeah, that's uh, my dog, Penny. She is uh, uh, having a little chew stick party around, so you may, you may be hearing that. Yeah, I think... Uh, so far as we know, no listeners complain about a dog being another character on the podcast. No, no. We should make some penny shirts, you know? Oh, yeah, that'd be good. Yeah. I bet my wife could design them. Are you on speaking terms with your wife? No. Okay. Um, so, Abe. Yes. Uh, big big news week. Yes, big week, big week for news. The goddamn shutdown's still going on. Longest in history. Yeah. And it doesn't matter to anyone. It matters, I mean, you mean politically? No, it doesn't matter, because they all say that Obama did this to get his way, so then it's fine for I Trump think, to do it. I I haven't heard that that much the past couple of days. I have, and then, all, of course, you know, people throw up the, the tweets from Trump in the past saying that Obama having a shutdown shows a lack of leadership. No president should have a shutdown. And that doesn't matter that but, Trump has one. But it matters to, here's who the shutdown matters to, people who aren't getting paychecks. Yes. Of course. But it doesn't really matter. To them? No, I've been saying to to them, of course, but nothing really matters. I mean, <laughs> this they, is a very bleak view. Well, I, it's this big deal that the government is shut down and has no funding whatsoever because they won't pass a bill, and it's all because uh, you know for the past two years they could have gotten any sort of wall funding, and then now they suddenly don't have it. So if it's such a priority, why wasn't it the first thing he did? I don't understand. Well, and that's the argument of the first two years of the Obama administration, right? Like, why didn't you do anything about guns then? You yeah. Know? But guns I get because he didn't really campaign upon guns, did no, he? No, he didn't. No, and he didn't really even campaign on health care, did he? Just um, kind of campaigned. No, he, di- uh, he, he did, but he actually campaigned against the um, uh, mandate. Ah. The, um, what do they call it? The individual mandate. Individual mandate. Cause that... Wow, finding new ways Penny's to make noise. really just going to town on that thing. Um Hillary Clinton actually pitched the individual mandate before Obama did, and oh. he criticized it, but then he ended up using it. Wow, that's really got a stick in her craw, <laughs> among other things. Sure, yeah. Yeah, so here's the other thing, too, is that every president's talked about securing the border, border security, and so then people think, oh, the wall is no different than that. Even though the wall is a fantasy, and it's completely unrealistic, unrealistic. Sure. and now what's going to happen is we all know they voted twice today, Thursday, to reopen the government. It didn't happen. But what's going to happen in a couple days is that they're going to reopen the government and the Democrats are going to give slightly more funding to border security than they would have otherwise. And Trump's going to declare total victory, saying the border is completely secure. A wall of any kind is never going to be built. Maybe in like a like a 30-foot area, there's going to be some sort of like wall somewhere. And he's going to say, I built the wall. Everything's fine. And people will be like, yes, you did build the wall that you said you were going to build. And Mexico paid for it. Mexico's not even going to pay for no. it. This wall is completely imaginary. And we've all lost track of reality. But you feel like... And I'm saying that as the returned spirit of an Abraham Lincoln. But you, So you feel like this is going to end with Democrats okaying a slightly larger border security budget. Are they going to get anything in return? 
they'll probably get some dreamer concession, but the Democrats aren't going to, they will make concessions, but they'll look like pansies for making the concession. And it'll be a slight concession, even though they really held their ground and they did a good job. They'll still be seen as, uh, as losers. And the president will declare total victory and a wall well, will never be built. That's going to happen either way. Even if the country goes down in flames, the president's going to declare total victory. But if you are congressional Democrats right now, why don't you go for broke and say, hey, man, you want $5 billion for border security? Oh, we'll give you $10 billion. Just give us DACA. Like, well, why I would not? Do, I would do more than just DACA then, right? But that's it. And this is, I guess this is the problem they're running into, is are they, do they care about getting over this slight little hump, or are we going, like, full-blown immigration reform? I would say, like, give us $10 billion for, I'll, we'll give you $10 billion for the wall if you give us $10 billion for climate change measures. Hmm. Like, go for something that matters. But then Sean Hannity and Tucker Carlson get mad at him. Well, but not for long, because he'll spin it, and he'll he'll leave out the whole part of the measures he conceded to. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think... He'll just say he got the $10 billion. He's like, I only asked for five, and I got 10. I'm such a good deal maker. <laughs> and you know what? I think that all politicians have spun things of all time, you know? Like, I certainly was guilty at times during the Civil War when things weren't going super well. You put journalists in jail. Well, you bring that up so much. <laughs> Had you been where I was at, I'd like to see how you would have handled it. I, the, the country would have fallen apart if I'd have been in charge. Okay. I think we can agree on that. Well, the country did fall apart when I was in charge. Yeah. But we sewed it back together again. We healed up ourselves and binded up old wounds. Yeah. And now look at us. We're, we're great. We're doing we're so doing... good now. So certainly we'd lose a battle here and there, and I would say, well, you know, Still, the enemy's forces are small, and they, their resolve has been tested, and we are gaining experience. Uh, there's always been ways to spin things. So I don't know if he's—the thing is, I think he's just so brash about it that perhaps he's breaking that whole system of pol like politics. And either we will all learn to not care about it completely, once and for all, which we've all kind of— going to happen. Well, we've been close. How many people vote? Uh, above 50% this last time, right? That's pretty good for us. It's not good. Pretty good. Well, but for us, I'll tell it's you what, good. the founders did not intend, you know, the, for everybody to vote. Oh, absolutely. No, but they didn't. They, they, when they thought of the voting population, they figured most people would vote. Do you mean in terms of landowning white men? Yes. But then when other people did fight for the right to vote yeah. in subsequent years, they would have assumed we fought so hard I for this. I agree with that. How could people. Why would you not vote? Yes. Yeah. So people are either going to never care about politics ever again, or they're going to start expecting politics to work and stop being political and start being, like, decent. What do you sure. think? Um, I don't think... I think the only thing that could get us back to decency is a national, uh, uh, like, emergency or a nightmare of some kind. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. A tragedy, unfortunately. Like 7-Eleven. I'm just going to let that one sail by me. Okay. I'm not taking the bait. Well, I know we talked about 7-Eleven a lot, but it did lead to like the... 9-11, okay? You made me do... It's 9-11. It's I always forget. Yeah. Well, that... 7-Eleven is a convenience store, and 9-11 was the greatest national tragedy of my lifetime, so... Right, that's the one where you thought you were going to get drafted. For, for a little bit, yeah. Well, instead of a draft, we just have a war at all times and all places. Never-ending war, yeah. And, uh... You know, draining our national treasury. Yeah, yeah. Security measures of all kinds. Uh, Justification of no um, limits on personal privacy. Sure, buddy. Let's talk about another element of this. In the back and forth between Pelosi and Trump, uh, Trump ended up 
not getting invited to deliver the State of the Union. You've been around long enough to see a modern State of the Union. What do you even think about it? I mean, during your time, State of the Union was just kind of like, hey, everything's awful. <laughs> you all know this. Well, yes. <laughs> uh, but originally, presidents gave it in writing as opposed to a big speech. Yes. Yeah. Now it's a big speech with a lot of the cameras. And it's dumb, and... where people only applaud on certain lines or whatever. The whole thing's a break for applause. It feels like going to church a bit, except instead of getting up to sing, you get up to applaud. Sure, yes. It's terrible. It's so phony. Is there any... I guess the president probably gains some some something from it, right? By looking presidential, right? And Trump especially, because you get teleprompter Trump as opposed to, you know, Twitter Trump. I like teleprompter Trump because he really breathes through his nose heavy. Have you noticed that? <laughs> when he spoke to the nation about the wall? or And there's just no passion in his voice, really. He's just really struggling to read at that point. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he does a lot of that. Yeah. You'd think he'd have... Just basic, like, coaches about that sort of thing. I'm you know, sure he does. I think back when he was first appearing on television, he might have asked some advice, and then he just did what he felt like. And he's always done what he felt like, and he, he it's worked for him. He's president. I think people also... He's the ugliest for... president we've ever had. That, I don't know about that, sir. Rhetoric? Well, perhaps not. I uh... mean, for the time. At least back when, like, Andrew Jackson was president. I mean, it was all, you know, we all... Ex America felt the things that Andrew Jackson was saying and agreed with them. Yeah. And now they just look so terrible looking back through the lens we're in now. Yeah. But we are in now, and he still says things that are terrible. Yeah. And I don't know. That's the other thing, too, about this whole, ball, this whole like, border wall thing. Mm -hmm. Is Do you remember the whole Mexico sends its murderers and rapists? His uh, announcement that he was going to run for, yeah. for president. Now, now I have I been gaslit? But did he really say all Mexicans were me were were murderers and rapists? No. What he said was, um, uh, when Mexico sends them across the border, which is already false, they don't send them across the border. Right. So People that's flee, whether it's because of economic circumstances or violence or take your pick. Um, so when when they send these people across the border, they're not sending their best. They're they're sending uh, uh, murderers and rapists. And then he said, this is the thing he always harps on. And some of them, comma, I assume, comma, are good people. So that's what he said. Man. Yeah. That's that's how we got here. And so many people, enough people liked that, that he just continued to to get support. Who oh. liked that, though? You know, actually, that's a good point. People didn't like that. That's what I was saying, is that the people of this era know that he's saying things that are terrible, and they know he's a bully, but hey, maybe we need a bully. It's actually the people like us who gave him so much attention for saying something that sounded close enough to yeah. all Mexicans are rapists and murderers mm -hmm. that kept giving him the attention that he so desperately craved from his whole life, and now... It's you know. like when you, instead of... Let's say you got two kids, and one of them acts out. I had four kids. And they I'm, all acted I'm, out. I know. I know. Let's say, let's say I, Tim Dunn, have two kids, okay? One of them acts out, really uh, uh, poorly behaved kid, and one of them uh, is a, a straight-A student, acts very polite. Um, it's like... It's what kind like, of grades does the acting out kid get? C's and D's. Mostly okay. D's. Um, instead of spending your energy, uh, you know, saying, you know, punishing the bad kid laud praise on the good kid and then they will model their behavior after that person that's what the news networks did they just spent so much time 
giving Trump all of the that's all really, of the oxygen. That's really trenchant and astute. <laughs> Where did you come up with that? Uh, I you know I've been a dog owner for uh, over a year now, and I've learned that you have to reward good behavior. That's why Penny has a chew stick right now. That's right. Yeah, good dog. And when she does something bad, I don't you know I don't put her to task so much as opposed to rewarding things that she does that are good. But that's still, we're talking about a singular dog. We're not talking about two different dogs. No. And because, also, uh, when we talk about 2016, there were 17 Republican candidates. Yeah, but there's also the idea with if there were, there were still only two sides, and you have to give both sides equal coverage. Do you mean Republican and Democrat? Yeah, allegedly, right? But even, like... So you have to spend an equal amount of time telling the C&D kid, hey, quit playing... Yeah, for sure. Quit looking at your nudie books. And the A kid, good job. Do you remember... Do you remember in the campaign when Trump hosted SNL, and then I think someone was like, well, because of equal time laws, we should all get to host SNL. Oh, that's great. Like, Lindsey Graham gets a week. <laughs> that might oh, as well that be what favorite. that show becomes. Oh, my God. What kind of sketches will they put Lindsey Graham in? I think they should do a sketch about men who have women's names. That's pretty good. <laughs> I came up with that in a second and a half. I, I would also say that... The the trouble with all of this is that, you know, I don't have problems with this analogy because I voted against, you know, any sort of state-run school system. Yeah, you didn't like taxes very much. Yeah, I didn't like taxes. I also didn't think government did a good job of anything. Yeah. I think uh, I think that's been proven, proven correct. This, that the, I mean, nowadays you have all these fancy schools and people go to away all day and they come back. And why do they even need that? Just stay at home. So that the parents look can on work YouTube and they all don't day. have to... Provide child care for the... The mother has to work, too, so the mom can't just stay home all day. You know day. what? Joe Rogan has a lot of interesting guests. He could really help bring your kids up to speed. What? Just saying there's a lot of alternatives just to sending your you're kid talking, up to some government You're talking keep the kid at home, factory. just have him watch Joe Rogan uh, video feed? Yeah, for... Jordan Peterson and... <laughs> okay. You know what you're... Uh, I know you don't talk about FX movies uh, lately, but I'm going to bring something up. Ready Player One, uh, part yes. of the Oasis, uh, in the book anyways, part of it is like you go to class in the Oasis, and it solves America's uh, uh, education problems overnight. Really? Yeah. How? Well, the Oasis has so much... I can't believe we're getting into this. The Oasis makes so much money that they just provide free schooling for all, like, K-12. through Okay, but does it provide free food? Because a lot of times kids don't do well in school because they don't have food at home. No, they don't provide free food. Well, they should have done that. I... I, I'm gonna write my own sequel to it's Ready Player Two, and we'll I think it's this. already in the works, sir. Well, I think this is a way to fix things. Yeah. Hey, you know. Anyway, uh, we got off this. I think that maybe Nancy Pelosi's doing the right thing, and we should stop giving this guy attention. But then again, we have a podcast. We have to make content every week. No excuses. So. Yeah, this is not gonna end well, no matter what happens. I know. I don't think I don't I don't think anyone looks good, right? Not not the Democrats, not the Republicans, not anyone. Right. All right. Uh, folks, if you have any questions for Abe... Oh, how's your dieting going, by the way? Um, well, I'm... You still on keto? Yeah, I'm still on keto. Okay. I had a little bit of a cheat, though. You Your cheat day, or just, like, no, you I just couldn't, fell off the wagon? I just fell off. Okay, I'm sorry, man. It's all right. Like, I didn't realize these... These one chips had low carb, but then they actually still had some carbs. Yeah. So I threw myself out of ketosis because I had a single carb. Okay. So I just had a lot of carbs. But I'm at... I'm at 388 right now. That's, hey, that's 12 pounds off, right? 
Eight pounds. Okay, and these are the easy pounds. Let's be clear, but you know that's still that's still a that it's the right direction, my man. Thanks. If you have any uh, thoughts on Abe's weight loss or the 2020 presidential election, the shutdown or the State of the Union, uh, email us at 15minuteswithlincoln at gmail.com. That's numerical 15minuteswithlincoln at gmail.com. We're both petting this dog now. Or review us on iTunes. Uh, I think that's everything. That's everything. We'll see you next time here on 15 Minutes with Lincoln. <laughs>